You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Ryan Seacrest with you. Just reading here that uh, Walt Disney Studios was founded 97 years ago. Flora just went to Disney World. My niece just went to Disney World for the first time. Mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law, and little niece, four years old, seeing Cinderella and Mickey and Minnie. For the first time. Did she love it? Well, she wanted to dress up like a princess. Yeah. She wanted her obviously. hair done like a princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then she comes home with a ratatouille chef's hat. So so cute. She sends me a video of her in a ratatouille chef's hat. So I had to go find mine mm-hmm. and uh, put mine on. I'm going to show it to you right there. I put mine on. I love Sent that. Sent a photo back at yeah. my chef's hat. Here's your selfie face. My selfie face? What's mm-hmm. my selfie face? That face in that photo. Which is? I can't well, hear you. It's like a what? smize. It's like a it's like a it's like a smize with your eye, yeah, with the eyes kinda like squinty a little bit. He's <laughs> smizing to his knees. Am I smizing in my <laughs> chef's hat? It's not even it's not I don't think you try to. I just think it's your go to selfie face. I think it's me actually trying to uh be take normal. The picture. Mm-hmm. Be normal. Or take the picture. Yeah. And not look goofy. But that's like your. That's Soon your, I smile, look goofy. That's your selfie face. <laughs> um, I guess they posted a photo of of Princess Flora meeting Cinderella. Love that. So cute. Anyway, just thinking about Walt Disney Studios ninety seven years ago. Wow. Morning, Sisney. How we doing? Good morning. You know it's good. I've actually uh, got to listen to some new music from Tyga. Believe it or not. Really? What? what yeah. Can you tell in, us? Like in the studio. Wait, um, do, do, well, break it down. You went so, to Tiger's house? Like, not, not his house, but uh, yeah. Like, And he's got some awesome collaborations. I don't even know what I can say, but he's going to be collaborating with some amazing artists and new music from Tiger on the way, and that's all I can say. But, well, hold, but hold so, on. I guess I can tell you about the experience. Yeah, of just, tell us like, how, well, who invited you to do what and what did you get to do and what it sound like and where were you and was Tiger there? Tiger was there, yeah. Okay, well, that's what we want to know. Yeah, and so you just like go in and you just chill and you listen. Go in where? To the studios. It was in Hollywood. The studio. Like the like recording a, studio? Like a recording studio where like they have like a bunch of different rooms and other like artists. See, like where like Justin Bieber see, has recorded studio like albums. Got it. Like when we see a documentary, that's where they're all hanging exactly. out. Exactly. Like, it's it's like right off eyes? of. It's, no, no, no. It was the one in Hollywood. Like off oh. of Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you like go in, it's gated. You have to buzz in. And do you think other artists were there when you were there besides Tyga? Probably. Yeah. Like you buzz in. I was like, hey, I'm here for the Tyga recording session. And then, like, okay, you're on the list. Okay. They let me in, park the car, go and in. And Tyga plays on studio speakers the music? 
Uh, then we waited. He came in and he played it off his his iPhone. It was already done. So his iPhone. Yeah. So he was so like, I have a few tracks. Mm-hmm. It was like and him and his manager, and, wow. and he played a few different tracks. And he was like, "Here, I have this one. I, I don't know if I can say the artist that he has them, so I don't want to say the names. But it was one with a really huge artist that has a hit song that we're playing right now on the radio. So I feel like it could be good. And the weekend? No, SZA. I'm not gonna tell you guys. And uh, and there was another da- one, David Guetta. I'm not gonna tell you guys. So really good music on the way. I'm just gonna. Leave it at L-M-F-A-O. that. LMFAO. <laughs> I'm not going to okay. tell you guys. Um, but really right. fun, really fun well, night. I mean, that's a fun night. It I really ordered was. dairy free ice cream. Yeah, right? I had taco, Good for you. Taco Tuesday. I had I literally had oatmeal milk <laughs> ice cream with cookie dough in it. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I want you to Tuesday. try? Tell me. This, tacos. No, it's this right, Persian ice cream, but I think you'd like it because it's non dairy. Anything non dairy, I'm down. Yeah, and it has rose water in it. I don't like rose water. Mm, rose water. I like, I like spraying it. I don't like the flavor of it. I will tell you this though. I had dairy uh, chocolate ice cream a few days ago. It was a massive mistake. Wow. Isn't it <laughs> instant regret? Instant regret. It's so not worth it to have, like, if you cut something out and you put it back in, yeah. the amount of gas you have under the sheets all night, it is so, like, it's a problem. Can I tell you something? I have cut out a lot, not like a lot of dairy, but I can still eat cheese, but I can't eat ice cream dairy. Is there a difference? <laughs> Like, I don't drink milk, milk and I'm, cheese, I'm not probably. a lactologist, but I think that, uh, like, yeah, maybe there's a difference. Like, and cheese also, is okay, milk is not. Like, what? Well, aged cheese, <laughs> depends on the kind of cheese. Could be sheep cheese, cow cheese, could be goat cheese. Also, it depends yeah, like, on if it's aged cheese or not. That okay. Makes so, like, so, in Aged proportion- cheese has no lactose. Yeah, like, I could chow maybe- down some Parmesan. You can do, like, old Parmesan. Yeah. Right. Old Parmesan, yeah. Parm is fine. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But if I have some ice cream, then you're right. I'm right there with you. What do you care about dairy? You're with Tiger. Listen to music off his it's iPhone. It's not Tiger. It's Tyga. I said Tyga. No, you no, didn't. You, didn't. Oh you, said, you said Tiger. Turn your headphones up. Actually, give them a good feed. I mean, I said Tyga. <laughs> no, you didn't. We can have, if you want Nick to pull Nick the can audio take for it, you. Take it, Nick. Take yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was not. It was Tiger. And that was like the second time you said it. So we had to say something. No, you had Tiger and Sissene were out listening to music (laughs) last night with Nico and Vins in the other studio. (laughs) Who knows? Working on their their follow up. (laughs) I guarantee. (laughs) Did I lose you, (laughs) Tiger? I mean, it was Tiger, Sissene, and Nico and Vins. That was it. Vinzy, Vinzy, Vinzy. So Sissene had a big night out with Tiger. Mm-hmm. Listen to new music that's on the way soon with a with an artist you can't tell us who it is, but with a major artist we're playing right now that it's a hit on our playlist. Yeah, and actually there's a sample of a throwback song on there that you're gonna love, Ryan. And he wants to get another artist to sing on it, and he was asking for our input of who that artist should be, and so we were kind of going through the list of who we thought, and it was really cool, kind of getting an opinion from Tyga. Just, like, kind of Wait, like, who did you volunteer to be on the song of which we know nothing about? We were throwing out some names, like some female artists, basically. Like? Anybody from, I don't know, because I don't want to blow it. I can't say the names. I mean, a lot of good this trip I does know. us when you can't tell us when you come back, but just tease us, dangling this carrot in front I of know, us. I know, I can't. I can't. I can't blow it. Because uh, you won't be invited back. Exactly. But I thought All it was right. really cool that he was asking our opinion. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you gave him a name and then he ends up recording with that person. Yeah. And he was like texting them right on the spot. It was really cool. All right. Well, next time you get invited, maybe we will come. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What time was it, though? What time did you go to the studio with Tyga? It was early, like six. Oh, please. I could yeah. pull up six. He was very punctual, too. He was on time. That's great. Anything that has seven, you guys can handle, but I'd do a five or a six in the studio. Yeah. It's early. It's not bad. Um, Tony, I didn't get into your night. I had dairy-free ice cream. It was my big night last night. Yeah. And watched an Adrian Brody movie. Um, yeah, don't ask me how. Just, <laughs> just landed there. Just landed on Adrian Brody. Yeah, wow. like, you know what? I like that guy. Yeah, uh, good for I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to watch that movie, at least half of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your night last night? So I really I missed my dog because I was away from her for many, many days. I hadn't been away from her for that long. Yeah. So I spent the night literally just like snipping her paws and eating tacos. Okay. Now, is it true that you want to sort of, um, uh, what's the right word? Like downsize your life, like minimalize things that are going on in your life? Not minimalize the things that are like, I just want to become a minimalist because- What do you think a minimalist is? 
I want I want to be able to look into my closet and just have all my clothes on a rack without having to like squeeze everything and like push everything and have everything wedged yeah, in there. Yeah, we all go through this phase. Mm-hmm. I am over it. Yeah. I do not like it. And Because over time you accumulate a bunch of things and if you're like me, I hate to part ways with it. Like yeah. I just continue to hang on to it. And I'm not a things gal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a things gal. And if you I, want two sweatshirts, you want two sweatpants, you want one workout set, you want one pair of tennis shoes. Oh, maybe not one. Like Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. But like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. So when one's dirty, I have something else to, to wear. And I don't need so in, in what other ways will this spill over this minimalist lifestyle? I like it. I, I know. I'm hoping that I'm not so um I want to I'm in the process of like purging. I'm really, really purging, getting rid of donating tons of stuff like every time i get a, a you know some flowers like a f- flower vase i save it and so i have an entire huge like in my kitchen i have all these flower vases that i don't ever use i should just donate them like absolutely take mm-hmm. them back to the flower shop sure. and give them back and yet i just actually hoard it all not only that like i would give some stuff away why don't you bring in some things we could give away on the air here like you got some good stuff from the house that was yours yeah well, give it away right here call it 102 who's gonna want my i don't know might give it away if i were listening someone I'd want, want it. stuff yeah all right. Or just put it out on the curb. Free stuff. Someone takes yeah, it. Someone, Anytime someone I put it. something out on the, like in front of my house, it's yeah. gone within like, an hour. But it's just I've more, seen people put toilets out. They disappear. They're it's gone. It's more about like the headspace I want. I just don't want to be... Clutter. You want lack of clutter. I want lack of clutter and I want to be minimalist. But like, this is all preparing you for the next step in your life, which I see what you're trying to tell us. Like you want to clean out the closet so that you and Robbie can share one. That's what you're saying mm-hmm, symbolically. Because eventually you're just going to have double the clutter. Right. So she's symbolically saying... This is happening, mm-hmm. not Thanksgiving, but definitely before <laughs> yeah. summer. Yeah, and you have all his clutter. And you know what's worse than your clutter? His, his clutter. clutter. Guy <laughs> clutter sucks. I, oh, hate that. I don't like my guy clutter. It is oh, interesting because it's easy for him. Like he's, it's so easy for him to tell me to get rid of stuff, and then when it's the other way around, like he can't get rid of his. Yeah. Stuff. I, I Michael know, and I, I moved know. together. He had boxes of like rocks. I was like, "What are these?" He's like, "Well, they're from like sixth grade camp, and they're sentimental." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" Grade camp rocks need to go, Michael. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, you're not coming back to fill in for Sisney with sixth grade camp rock. Well, then this this rock is from like when I studied in Spain. And this, I'm like, oh rock. my god, okay, rocks are all so heavy they need to go, Michael. It's not like paper airplanes. All right, listen, we can go around in circles. I'm an advocate for your minimalist life. I'm an advocate for your engagement by summer. I'm an advocate for your husband getting rid of his rock collection. He just stamps get rid of the rocks. He still kept them. Your morning hack. And then a positive quote of the day to get you in the right state of mind. So first, um, Super Bowl Sunday coming up. If you're having a party, you probably are dreading going to the store and getting supplies. Groceries in general are just, they're more than they were a year ago. But a few things are less expensive than a year ago. So stay within your party budget by focusing on these. Chicken wings are down. This is go. I love chicken wings. Wow. Chicken wings are down 22% from a year ago. Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Does don't it have know. to do Someone with the egg up. shortage? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It seems like a weird connection. I don't know the connection. Avocados are down huh. 20% from a year ago thanks to a strong crop. Well, look at that. So that's great news. And those are the two things that guacamole and chicken wings mm-hmm. are the, for me, those are the two staples. At the center of the whole game. Chips are up, beer is up, FYI. Oh. So, well, you know, really something else. Beer. I'm not either, but dip some, something else in your guac. Anybody know why wings are up or down? The price for them in 2021 decreased the overall demand for them. Oh, uh, because they were too expensive. It was just explain to me why they're down, but it's too complicated for me to explain <laughs> to you. They were so expensive, people stopped buying them, and then you so just then like lower them. Yeah, then you just get out of the habit Got of it. getting them. All right, today's quote, life rapidly gets better once you expect less from others. And you expect more from you. Penn Badgley. Preach. You. You. And Penn Badgley, you, is going to be on the show today. Oh, Star I'm you. so happy that show is back. Penn Badgley. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, President Joe Biden gave the annual State of the Union address last night. The speech lasted 73 minutes and highlighted topics like the economy, the debt ceiling, taxes, reproductive rights, and police reform. Guests like U2's Bono and the family of Tyree Nichols were in attendance. Brandon Say, the man who stopped the Monterey Park mass shooter, also got to take part in a historical day in the U.S. Capitol. 
A new shot that could soon be available to protect babies from RSV, a highly contagious respiratory disease, uh, may soon be available. The single-dose antibody still needs FDA approval, but that could happen later this summer, making the drug available for babies up to 24 months old. And Lakers star LeBron James is now the NBA's all-time leading scorer surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar James. Now, James uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James made history in the third quarter with a fadeaway bucket against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, Tuesday night in front of a sold-out Crypto.com arena. Could you imagine this? Were you there last night? Were you there? Did you see this? 800-520-1027. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, LeBron James breaking the scoring record last night. Have you ever been anywhere where history is made? Sissini? Oh, man. I'm sure I have, and then now I can't even think of it. I don't even know if I've ever been to a sporting event on the night big history like that was made. I don't think I have. Not Never. like this, but I was at a Taylor Swift concert where it was um, like the most concerts that she had, I, th- I believe, at Staples at the time. And did they stop the concert and, for 10 minutes well, to celebrate? Yeah, they did stop the concert and they um, they revealed her banner and they had a banner up at the stadium. All right. I remember you telling us that story. Yeah. Okay. So. This is not dissimilar. This is not dissimilar. <laughs> uh, you know, Brian same is place. On with this now. Right. It's crypto now. <laughs> Brian, I'm with this in LA this morning. So, Brian, you were there to witness LeBron breaking the NBA scoring record last night? Yeah, I was there, Ryan. Right, so, dude, just Good morning, guys. Good morning. Walk me morning. through it, and better morning to you since you witnessed this in person. But walk me through what it was like. So, he breaks the record. Then, what happened inside crypto? I mean, I don't think I've ever heard the the arena that loud. I mean, it was just going. Everyone was going wild. Everyone's phone was out. It was unbelievable. It was almost like a like a concert. Like everyone's phone and flash was just on for that one second. Now, in a moment like that, you're obligated to capture a great photo or some great video. Did you do that? I surely did. And who'd you send it to first? Um, I posted it on my story first. And then after, I had to just send it to my parents just to say, like, wow, he did it. Because they were, they didn't think that he would do it that night. Because. He was saying, oh, Kareem is from, it played on Milwaukee and this and that, but I knew he would do it. I mean, look at your parents being so negative about LeBron. Come on, parents. At what point in the game did it happen? Uh, It happened in the third quarter. Third quarter, and they stopped the game for about 10 minutes. Yeah, made this fadeaway jumper, and wow, it was unbelievable. And then they stopped the game and had a little uh, celebration for him, and Kareem was there, and... It was really majestic. So, Brian, there for that majestic moment. Now reality sets in. Where do you have to go now this morning right now? <laughs> I'm currently on the way to school. Uh, oh, where okay. do you go to school, bro? Uh, UC Riverside. Have a good Thank day. You. Good luck today. All right. Thanks, Brian. Take care. Thank you, sir. You got Take it. Care, so, did they Brian. have some sort of countdown? Like, did everybody know in the arena? Like, no. getting closer? Well, Stephanie was there. Stephanie, did they have a countdown? Uh, Ryan, we did not have a countdown. I love you, by the way. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Thank we you. I appreciate ca- it. No countdown. Hey, and you were there in spirit, Ryan, because I know you're L.A. all day. You know, being in Kobe's house is always an honor, but last night was about LeBron, and I have mad respect. We all do. History was made, and to be a part of that was, like the previous guy said, it was majestic. It was incredible. Stephanie, where were um, you in with- the crypto arena? Like, what was your view? Well, I have, we have seats, so PR12. Mm-hmm. Um, so PR12, row one and two, so not far behind. We had a great view. Um, it was electric. I don't even know what to say, but like I said, being in Kobe's house is always an honor, and I carry him all the time. But LeBron, we have, you have all our respect today, man. Well said, Stephanie. We love you. Stephanie, thank you very much for calling. You take care. Glad you got to go see that in person. We need good news in this world. We need good news in this city. We need good news. This is a great news story. That was. And to be there to see that. Tubbs, you ever been at an event, a sporting event, and seen history made? I was at a UFC, yeah. Um, 
Oh, wow. Unexpected. Yep. Michael Bisping won the championship. Michael and who? Bisping. <laughs> Michael Bisping. Yeah. He won which championship? The world championship? Uh, Yeah, yeah. The UFC heavyweight or and, and, light heavyweight. And did you feel the same way? Was it majestic? It was pretty majestic. Yeah. All right. A good news story of the day right there. Congratulations, yes. LeBron and the Lakers. Uh, Tanya. Sissini, Sissini, Tanya, Valentine's Day is six days away. <laughs> Do you have your plans for Michael, Sissini? Yeah, we were actually just discussing it, and we decided that we're not going to go out, and we're going to stay home and cook some dinner and be with the family for Valentine's Day. I like it. A lot of my friends who have kids say they don't really worry about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like for themselves as a couple. Right. We're not going it's to. about the kids. It is about the kids. And will you get the kids Valentine's or they'll be your Valentine all that fun stuff? Yeah, I did. I did I like cute little gift bags for them. They're, so they're going to open up gifts. Right. And Tony, do you need some ideas for me on how to celebrate Valentine's Day or are you covered? I'm covered. Okay. Thank you so much. If what? you need some, you know, romantic pointers, you could reach out. I'm very creative when it comes to little things. Well, I have this idea. I don't want to say my idea on the air because... You might use it? Uh, yeah, I was going to write like this little poem and then leave little clues. For her to be your Valentine? Or, or whatever. Isn't that what Tanya told That's you to do? That's what I did. Oh, I knew I heard it somewhere. <laughs> That's what you're doing? It was written right, I already did it. It was really cute. Okay, well, so see? I asked him to be my Valentine. But that's not your Valentine's Day project. No, we're that's doing something different. Correct. What are you gonna? We're gonna cook. Uh, remember, like a while ago, we did a Paris night. We like cooked a tuna ni soi salad together, and we got all like a little Paris candle, and we decorated the backyard with like red roses, stuff like that. No, we're gonna. We're, we did it over the pandemic. Well, what country are you going to this time? We haven't decided yet, but we're gonna do that. Morocco. We're gonna cook like a a dish specific to that what, place. What, what about Morocco? I'll throw it in the mix. What else is in the mix? Nothing so far. We haven't gotten, we haven't gotten to the... Uh, let's see. Orange County is in the mix, LA County, and Morocco. Yeah. Marrakesh. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Yolina Ramirez is on the line here in Riverside. So, Yolina, listen to this. So, whether it's an intimate dinner or casual hang, you can't go wrong with some fun and flirty drinks, they say, on Valentine's Day, right? So, uh, right. No, no matter what you indulge in, Yolina of Candy Cocktails in Riverside, you got three Valentine's Day cocktails, and you're famous for this stuff on TikTok, huh? Yes, I am. People really know us because um, we make really well uh, cocktails um, for our mixology classes. So, are you you're a bartender and mixologist? Yes, exactly. And we also, um, we do private events and then we also host um, mixology classes in our private bar here in downtown Riverside. And um, we teach people how to make our signature cocktails and how to garnish the way we garnish for our private events. How cool. Right. So um, mixology, that's a class like in another life. It'd be great to take, to learn. It'd be such a fun thing yeah. to be able to entertain with your friends. Your family. Yeah, we have so many people that come alone to the classes, and they make friends in our mixology class. So it's like a really cool social experience as well. Not only you're learning something, but you're getting to meet new people. All right, so give um, us three also, good cocktails that you'd recommend for a fun date night at home. Of course. So for Valentine's Day that's coming up, um, I would suggest making a classic mule but adding strawberries to it muddle it and make it that nice red uh color and give it texture um mm. if you're into tequila sours i also recommend making a pineapple tequila sour so you make a classic sour but you add some pineapple syrup mm. and we're really known for our mexican styled um, cocktails so we use a lot of authentic like flavors that um, reside with our culture so we make a blackberry um, Jamaica margarita, and it is amazing. So you just make a classic margarita with hibiscus flour, and you muddle in some blackberry, and it's delicious. Yeah. Can you tell me how to muddle? <laughs> yeah. So muddling is pretty much um, breaking up a fruit into your cocktail shaker. So okay. typically, you can um, just throw in your fruit and then shake your cocktail um, shaker really well. And the ice will break up and make the fruit into chunks. There's also this um, muddler tool, which is a stick, and you just break in, um, pretty much smash in your fruit into your cocktail mix within your shaker. It's actually a really nice technique to get some texture into your cocktails. 
that's it. muddling. It changes the game, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it changes it really the game. Does. Yeah. Now, before we let you go, I understand you have a Bad Bunny theme mixology class later this month. What does that mean, Yolina? Yeah, so pretty much we're having a, a listening party for Bad Bunny, and then we are um, making a tropical cocktails for the entire class so each student gets to learn how to make three cocktails with us and they are all bad bunny themed and it's just going to be a nice learning experience and something really fun if you're a bad bunny fan and everybody is at candy cocktails on tiktok and instagram check it out candy with a k yolina ramirez thanks for the insight that's really good inspiration for valentine's day you take care and continued success thank you so much Bye. I mean, how about your job being teaching the Bad Bunny theme mixology class? It's fun. That's mm-hmm. a great gig. All right, so how are we doing? We made some bets earlier in the week about who's going to get engaged. Nobody got engaged, right, in the last 24 <laughs> hours or so? one day. Hey, guys. Listen, I mean, you know, some of these uh, significant others might hear about this bet and want to influence who wins. All right? Oh, my goodness. I hope That's not. True. Yeah, That's true. I doubt that. Ruby's Mm-mm. boyfriend could be hearing, like, who made what bet and want you to win versus me. You don't know. That's true. I could pay them what do you off. Know? And I know Robbie has, if he's not listening as people. Yeah, at yeah I'm going to text listening. Robbie. I'm be like, hey, Robbie, you got to really come in for me for, yeah, for, I, within the three months, okay? Um, I'm going to bet on Robbie. He's going to come through for his brother versus you. I'm just telling you now. Whoa. No, no, I'm going to tell you he's going to come through for me before. Yeah, but he's going to come through for you always. But I'm talking about to, in terms Yeah, of he's going to come through for Tanya then. That should have been yesterday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it, but. She's not wrong. Uh, all right. So now let's just, I was going to do something else here, but it seems to be, I love it when there's a dilemma and we can give our input to any of the staff here. Yeah. So Michaela, they tell me you have a wedding dilemma. Yes, I do. So right. as you guys know, I'm single. I've been single for a while and I have four weddings this year, two family, two friends. And over the weekend I was watching holiday with Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey and they hire each other to like each other's dates for events right <laughs> should i take a fake date to one of these weddings or my family hire somebody <laughs> or just a friend like <laughs> to pretend to be like a no. guy friend to pretend to be my Wait, date why, why do you want to do this Wait, hold on so no. you would you would let the people at the wedding think that is your boyfriend yeah i'm so Wait. sick of just hearing people like trying to set you up yeah. and want to know what's going on how can you can't meet a good guy oh no don't do it and ew <laughs> but wait no? a minute it could be don't fun. bring sand to the beach yo weddings are great <laughs> weddings are not sand to the beach <laughs> yeah, yeah and you don't want to meet somebody at a at a family wedding yeah, no. why not and tanya it doesn't happen quite like yeah sand it doesn't beach. happen like that no, you, i met someone at sisney's wedding i dated after you didn't date him you went yes. on one date <laughs> no we went on multiple dates you weren't going like to end up with him. No, not end up with him, but I still dated him. Okay, I think it's not a bad idea okay. because I have been in a situation where my family's asking me questions about, when are you getting married? Well, I'm not. <laughs> that silences them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, uh, but I, I understand the frustration level of family or friends nagging yeah. about something. Who that, would you like, bring? So I have a group of guy friends. Honestly, they're so much fun. So I feel like they'd be down. One yeah, of them would that, be down. But so. how far would you take this role? And I'm using air quotes for a role. Well, I don't see my family a lot since they live on the East Coast. So I feel like I wouldn't have to go. No, she's saying, would long. you take one of these fun guy friends and end up like, dating are one? they oh. going to, that's what I'm saying. Are they going to step up? Like, are you guys going to be dancing together? Or is he oh, going to yeah. like, is he going to make it look like he's going to be holding your hand? Like, is he going to look like he's your boyfriend? Or is he going to kiss you? Like, all those I things. don't know about kissing, but I think that they could play the role. Yeah, they're like. Well, do you want them to play the role of your boyfriend? Well, that's what I'm saying. No, but like really in real life, like let's oh. just. Oh, like this no. is all a big like, ploy. Maybe this is. Yes. Maybe this is the way. <laughs> this is that's what I'm saying. And then you're there, you and then you're kind of buzzed. Don't bring sand to the beach, Castle Builder. And then Builder. you're kind of buzzed, and then like maybe it actually ends up being. See, now this sounds never, like a great idea. I never thought of my guy friends like that, but I guess maybe. Uh, that's how everybody uh, starts. That's not how everybody starts. We all Tanya. start off as strangers. Uh, yeah. Slogans. We all start. Everything's <laughs> deliberate, and this is how it begins for everyone. Tubbs, it's how you I started. Like it. You I know it. I think it's fun. I, I, I like it. It's like I, a I, cute idea. Okay. I think it's a great idea. And if you got a guy that's a friend of yours that's down to do it, it'll make the night so much more fun. Rather than right. listen to people ask you questions about yeah. your personal life, no, I'm out. I and then you guys just get like a little buzz, dance the night away, and see what happens. Amazing. Okay, I'm doing it. Perfect. Still, right. no, still no for me. <laughs> 
God, but she's like she's in a different world. She's I not know. Engaged. Ah, what if you walk in and you see someone that's like super hot, and then you have to pretend to have a boyfriend, and then there's like a single hot no, dude if there? She's, no, no, Tanya, <laughs> she understands this, Simon. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. Have to pretend to be anything. She's with her boyfriend, friend, friend. She can go hang yeah. out with other the guy. Everyone will be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, Michaela, thank you for bringing this to us. I'm glad yeah. we had very clear uh, direction for you. Thank you. Uh, what is with you and like everything has to be this way, Tanya, right now? What do you mean? That's how everybody meets. You start out as friends. No, you start out as strangers. We all start out as strangers. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Think about it. Well, then some of us start out as friends. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so beautiful when you yell at me to think about when it. When she's always yelling. <laughs> so edgy. No, I'm not. Are you back off coffee? No, I have it right here. <laughs> well, drink it. And drink it fast. I Here's, don't understand. I'm going to play Beyonce. I'm going to play Beyonce for you. Queen B, help us. Coffee. Coffee. Nothing to help. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. We're bringing in Penn Badgley. Penn, it's Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you, man? Good to see you. I'm doing well, thanks. I was just watching some of your uh, most popular TikToks here. Um, to I have a whole bad. seven of them to choose from. Well, the, anti- <laughs> the anti-hero one is, is very good. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know whose you. apartment you're in, but I, I like the whole vibe. That is uh, Sophie and David Ansari, who are my co-hosts and producer on my podcast. So that's, where in, that's where we're doing that, out in L.A. I live in New York. Got it. Well, it's great to have you on. Uh, congratulations on all the success. We are having a, a big debate about you because um, I have watched season one, okay, yeah. and then I, heard- I I have to admit that I didn't I didn't finish season fair. two. Totally fair. But everybody has then in my life started saying, "Have you seen you? Have you seen you?" And I don't know. If I can't jump ahead, can I? I can't just start with a new season. Would that be detrimental to my experience? Look, I'm going to go ahead and say try. If 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 you if you are reflective of any of your listeners, I would say if you don't want to catch up, you could try. You could try because, by the way, at the beginning of every season, almost every it's episode, it's a recap, the- right? Recap. It's like a. It's like a. And we do special recaps. I've re-recorded recaps. Almost as many times as I've <laughs> we're, we're We're a recap-dependent show because a lot happens. So I would say you could jump in. I would say probably you could jump in. Okay, because I really am, and it's something that we can all talk about because we're at different stages of the series here. But, Penn, it is interesting to talk about the recap. I think whoever edits the recap, is these are genius people on the planet mm-hmm. that can put oh, yeah. together seasons by lines. Mm-hmm. Very much. No, I mean, the only thing I think you're losing is... Season four is a legitimate departure. I mean, it's even a bit of a different genre. It's in this yeah. whodunit. In, so parts one and two are very different. And, you know, I can't spoil anything. I know. Obviously. People get very upset. But there is enough of a departure that I think you, the only thing that you wouldn't be getting, really, um, is just an appreciation for, like, how it feels different. You know what I mean? That's, that's really it. Everything else okay. can be caught up on. Now, Penn Badgley is here. I want you to meet Tanya. Tanya, also, she has another issue, which is she can't separate like fiction from reality. So she knows you're Penn Badgley, but she can't separate you from the character. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know that I can help you with that. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's really weird because your character is like truly terrifying me, like truly terrifies me. But I'm so obsessed with you, like you, Penn Badgley. So it's like this weird thing going on where I'm like obsessed with you, but I'm also terrified of you at the same time. It's like you are Beck and Joe at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. You're in your own glass box. Correct. <laughs> the glass it's box. A, it's a weird place to be, <laughs> let me tell you. I, I think all, all this, though, meant to be complimentary because uh, you do such a great job yeah. on this series and in this role. Uh, what has it meant to you to see the the success of it and then the continued loyalty and growth of the viewership. Yeah. I mean, we definitely tapped into something. I guess that's, that's, that's what I trust. You know, I've been pretty vocal about the reasons that playing Joe is difficult and you know, why I wasn't initially sure I wanted to take the role. But I think over time, what I've seen is like, wow, this is, there's something really worthwhile here. I mean, when I wasn't sure if I wanted to take the role, the question I asked Greg Berlanti, the the co-creator, along with Sarah Gamble, but I was just having a conversation with him. At this point, I talked to Sarah, 
I, I felt like I understood it all, but I just wasn't sure. And he was referring to the to the thing as a as a love story. And I stopped him and I was like, man, well, okay, I don't think this is a love story, but assuming it is, what, what is it saying about love? And he took this perfect dramatic pause and he said, I don't know, but I think we'll discover that together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to some degree, I think that really has played out and it's been that same thing with the show. Like, some people think of it as a cautionary tale or something and they and they really focus on the social media aspect and think it and feel like it makes them you know god forbid like more paranoid and suspicious all this mm -hmm. stuff some people think of it as like uh i've heard people who are in the realm of psychology saying they like to watch a show and try and figure out every possible diagnosis a joe could have i don't think it's as much those things as much as it is a it is a an exploration of the way we think of love and tell stories around love. Because if you take Joe as an archetype, he really is. Um, he's he's kind of like every man you've seen before in mm -hmm. a way. That's what he is, and he's following a lot of the the same logic of the ideas of love and and re specifically relationship that that we've seen before but you realize oh that's not really an exchange that's not two people having autonomy that's that's one person objectifying another um and relegating them themselves to you know discontent but this is the this is the challenge we have in like relationships legitimately so do, you know you, I, I like that pen badgley with us uh so do you find that when you're out in the wild you know in in public that people uh, are asking all kinds of questions and want to you to explain things um actually no no they, no they i i feel like i get a lot of you or <laughs> <laughs> or you know like the general sort of like fandom thing which which can range anywhere from uh complimentary to uh really strange lot of questions in that way that would that would be kind of interesting i like that idea well, i mean you give you give some thoughtful insight to it uh all right you can watch part one of season four of you streaming on netflix tomorrow and part two on march 9th there's so many things we could say about what's happened so far but that would just upset too many people and by the way um your podcast pod crushed uh congratulations we're looking at the numbers there that's doing really well Thank you man thank you yeah no i mean it's pretty interesting we're we're entering into season two shortly we're recording for that and um yeah i mean you know what's cool is that everybody has a middle school story everybody has one that ranges anywhere from sort of fun sometimes it can be quite deep and almost tragic but it's but it's a time of life that everybody can recall with usually some kind of some kind of pain and cringe and <laughs> You know, and and there those stories are a portal to all different kinds of conversation with our guests. So it's you know it's a it's a fun ride for the time being. Yeah, I think you're looking at two people that had some middle school <laughs> struggles, right? That will live with us forever. Hundred um, percent. Congratulations, Penn Badgley. Check it all out on Netflix uh, tomorrow, part two, March 9th. Penn, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest here with you in the morning, Sisany and Tanya. Guys, uh, let's talk about it. This is um, it's a new app that's the fastest growing app of all time. So any other app you have did not grow as fast as this is growing now. It's called ChatGPT. I don't know anything about it. Do you, Sisany? I do only because... I was told about it, and then I started messing around with it last night. Okay, and then what I was it? like, Whoa. "What is it good for, and why is it growing?" So it's an AI chatbot. Uh, I guess you can call it like an AI chatbot prototype that the internet is kind of obsessed about right now. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I will break it down as simple as possible. So Chat GPT. The interface is very simple, and I actually played around with it oh, on my oh. computer. Hold on, what does it do? Like, why so, would I open it? Right, right. It's kind of like Google on steroids. So it's a search engine, but it's more like, uh, it's it's more like a. Give me an know, example just, of how you used it. So I used it last night to. So you can it explains stuff to you. It can write poetry. It can you can program it to to explain and 
write a new episode of Seinfeld if you want. Oh to, wait, is this the thing essays. that people are the people using this to like write their resumes and stuff? Exactly, and people are using oh, it yeah. to plagiarize essays, and that's why some teachers and school administrators are trying to find ways to maybe ban it from schools or figure out if kids and students are using this to write essays because it is that smart of an AI. Okay, oh, this yeah. is like a whole, this is a conversation that I need translated completely. So, well, you can go into this box and you can say, explain how the solar system was made. Okay. And then there's, it, it will give you, it'll give it to you like as an, an essay form. Like it does your homework for you. So like essentially, let's say you're applying to colleges and you have like a essay prompt. You can type that essay prompt in and it'll give you a full-blown essay to turn into your college or whatever. So now Google was trying to develop this same kind of technology and they had a red alert yesterday about it? Not yesterday, but they definitely have been. Yeah, this this app was made public back in November, and it it's has been growing. growing. It has it's been growing since. Chat GPT Tubbs, could you explain it to me? <laughs> I still don't really. David understand. Alvarez, could you explain it to me? Did I not explain it to you? No. Yeah. That was, no, did I, I not? I, what I what like... did she say? I don't understand any of that. AI Are you generated. Kidding? AI generated what? AI can generate anything you plug so in. So AI generated search. Yes. You so can have example. a conversation with it, whatever motivates you. So give me, a, I have it open right now. Okay. No, let's put the no, no. no let's put this into Ryan terms. Like right. Ryan, Best what's something pizza no, no, no. in Southern California? No, search. give me like something. That's just like a Google search. Give uh, me, do you have any homework when, due? Uh, when when were the benefits of olive oil discovered? When were the benefits, benefits of olive oil discovered? And would like write a whole essay. About it. Well, I'm gonna find out. Oil no. discovered. Yeah. All right. She said health second. benefits, but I'd like to know. It is thinking. The it's benefits thinking. of olive oil have been recognized since ancient times with but evidence of its use dating back to the Mediterranean civilizations of Greece, Rome, and Egypt over 4,000 years ago. The civilizations valued olive oil for its culinary and medicinal properties, using right. it for cooking, okay. skin care, and So 4,000 years later, that's what I'm preaching. No. But Let's it, say you had to give a presentation. Let's say you were making yes, an olive oil and you it gives it to you. Let's like say you were nice presenting. Form. Let's say you were making a presentation because you wanted to make your own olive oil and you had to you had to pitch it to investors and you had to make a I don't even know what you a sheet that you make. It writes a presentation for me. Yes, exactly. So it's nothing to use internally, personally. It's all for outward presentation, studies, school reporting. That's what most people are using it for. Google yeah. is more linky, I feel. All right, you, so it gives you options to link, whereas Chat GPT there's no links here. You. This is like an answer. It just gives you an answer. Yes. It simplifies. It simplifies. Well, I like it now. You want to ask us something else? Yeah, <laughs> like a robot. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to know? Will I get married? Yes or no? Will I get married? Will Ryan Seacrest get married? Get ever married. ever, ever fortune ever. teller. She said, "Ask anything." <laughs> Magic eight ball. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. What does it say? Uh, I'm AI. an AI language model and do not have the ability to predict personal events such as marriages. Ryan Seacrest is a well-known television and radio host, and any updates regarding his personal life, including whether or not he gets married, would be public record. Would <laughs> 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 be Wow, this thing's quick. It is. Uh, <laughs> so I really could, like, have a friend in this. It, yes, it's called, it is your GPT. friend. Huh. With a chat. Another reason not to leave my room. All right, guys, coming up next, Chat GPT, the fastest growing app. Everybody's going to get it now and start playing with it, asking it questions, mm -hmm. using it for presentations. If we had that in school, forget about it. I actually um, would have stayed forget in. Forget about it. I probably would have graduated. But I think every, well, it, to an extent, because then everybody will have mm. the same type of essay. You have to go in there and change it. All right, well, you could tinker the question. Sin, you could use a yeah. thesaurus. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I'm looking at a lot of potential stardom here, right? I may be looking at two EGOTs, but right now, <laughs> right now I got Tanya, who could be up for a Grammy. For really? Her audible the Sunshine Mind book version. Oh, yeah. Right? By the way, we find out this week about New York Times bestseller. I think you're going to be great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> either you, way, it's okay. Either you, way, it's fine. On people's Amazon, they recommend they buy Spare and Sunshine Mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a good sign. Get them yeah. both. And then, Sisney, she could yeah. win an Oscar because you were in the... <laughs> Oscar. Weren't you in... Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk about our big Christmas Eve special and our five lucky opening guests. Cut. That's the cut. 
Yeah, there you are in <laughs> yeah. Holiday Harmony. I was Holiday Harmony. Yep. She it's had a so, big role in that. It was not as little as she Hi, said. I'm Sissony. So nice to meet you. We're so excited that you're here. We all watched your tape, your song, This Is Christmas. Loved it. Thank you. So, all right. The Hollywood big shooters, they saw that and they offered you another role? <laughs> big shooters. I, I do have a... <laughs> the moguls the hey, titans hey. of the industry they, so they saw i knew that they would see that because it was a holiday movie they're there with their family like who is that shining star well I, there is a theme here because this next movie that i have a very small role in is called merry mission and it's another holiday movie which is going to be out later this year Mary Mission. Mary Mission. What's yes. Mary Mission about? I don't know much about it, honestly, but it does have Dionne Warwick in it, who plays Grandma Evergreen. She's a legend. You're working with a legend. Yeah. A Grammy winner. Yes. And Julia Michaels. Julia Michaels is mm-hmm. a songwriting icon. Right. Uh, Chevy Chase is Santa. Okay, this is actually a big movie. This is not just like going straight well, to this, the cable. Well, this, this is a big movie. It's just going to theaters. My role is small. But this is going to theaters. Very, I have very little details of where it's going. To be what honest, do you, what do you do? You play Sissini? I play no. I have I play a tough girl wolf. <laughs> I don't play even a wolf. I play wolf. What kind of, is this an animated? It's movie? It's an animated movie. Yeah, somebody's playing Santa oh, Claus. <laughs> I, Santa Claus well, Santa could be, be human that's, yeah. that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, <laughs> haven't you seen Bad Santa? But I went a few. Um, I haven't actually. About a, about a month ago, I went and recorded my lines. And it was my first experience. She with Chevy Chase, Dionne Warwick, and Julia Michaels in the Hollywood adaptation of Mary, My- Mary, Mary Mission. Mission. Mary, Mary Mission. Mary Mission. Mission Mary. Mary Mission. Mary Mission. Right. And Can so, we hear your wolf voice? Yeah. So I, when I went, I really didn't know what my wolf voice was going to be. And I didn't want to overdo it. I, I gave my one line probably 80 different ways. And it was it's funny when they were trying to tell me do a little bit more like this or can you add a bark with that and can you and so i did it a bunch of different ways and i don't i can yeah, do you want to know what my line is yeah because it still won't spoil the plot i, don't I think. guess right so my line is oh you know just having fun and being naughty that's, that's it that's your wolf line that's my line that's all i say you know you don't even know what you were doing to be naughty just having fun and being naughty sounds like a wolf to me when i close my but eyes but then, then then the, the director's like can you add a bark in there, okay, or, or, or a growl. Right. Let's see how directable you are. Go ahead. All right, just just having fun and being naughty. Where's the bark? <laughs> she did it in the beginning. That was a bark. Yeah, you missed it. Can you do it again? The bark. Just having fun and being naughty. Huh. There's a growl in there. I prefer the lo- no bark. Yeah. Well, did they see? take the bark? I don't know what they took, and actually, I don't even know if it'll make the cut. <laughs> um. I actually, I gotta tell you, this hits home because I played uh, something. In Mrs. One of Butterpants. Sh- no, 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 Mister. No, sorry, sorry. No, Kid of Butterpants. <laughs> I played Son of Butterpants yeah. in yes. one of the Shreks. Yeah. I can't remember any of my lines. Mm-hmm. But you uh, did. You. What was your line? It was. Oh, uh, who knows? It was the, one of the Shreks. Doesn't that matter. Was cute. I'm not here to rain on your wolf parade here. Mm-hmm. Oh, do the roar. Do the roar, yeah, do yeah. The roar, roar, roar. So you had a bark, I had a roar. Look at this. Do the roar. Our careers are paralleling each other. I love it. Uh, well, congratulations. This movie, I guess, is coming out Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas time. Which well, is here before we know it. Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. and Freddie Prince Jr. are also co-stars of The Wolf. It's really fun. In this movie. All right, 1-800-520-1027. Sophia and Hacienda in the Heights. You know, we were talking earlier about the big news. You know, I, some good news, actually, here. In Los Angeles, LeBron breaking the NBA scoring record history made last night in the third quarter. He passed uh, Laker legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was there. And you were there too, Sophia, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, I okay. was. Walk yeah, I me through. Time. Was there any part of you that almost didn't make it to the game last night? Well, I was working as a bartender, so I was having like my eyes cross-eyed working with the customers and looking at the game and... <laughs> My coworker, it was my first day working as a bartender too. My coworker was like, "Don't have your back to the customers." Wait, th- so wait where was I your mean, bar? Where, where in crypto was your bar? Hossie in the Heights. Hossie. Oh, you were. Wait, I was thinking you were in the crypto arena working at a bar. You were at a bar in Hossie in the Heights working for the first time. Couldn't even have my phone out to capture the moment. Just like captured it in my brain. Got it. And what were people ordering to celebrate at the bar in Hossie in the Heights last night after LeBron broke the record? 
They're ordering adioses. Oh, wow. What's in an adios? Uh, that has like every alcohol that you can yeah, it's in like one cup. You're going to go bye-bye. Adios. Yeah. Oh, adios. Yeah. I should just cut to an adios then. No. Why ramp up? Look up Look up what's in an adios. What is in an adios? You're a bartender, Sophia. Come on. It was my first day. It was a, it's a lot of shots, though. It's like three shots in there. All right. Well, I'm glad you are with us this morning. Thank you for calling. Good luck with your new gig, Sophia, in Hacienda Heights. All right, so here's what's in an adios. We're looking it up. Uh-huh. Half ounce vodka, half ounce rum, half ounce tequila, half ounce gin, half ounce blue curacao, a Sprite, or 7-Up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's Como se dice headache. That's what yeah. that is. Adios. Not an adios. <laughs> headache. That's torture. <laughs> That's just too many of, like, just pick your poison. Pick one. Take a pick a path. You start mixing all that stuff. You got problem. That's gonna be a big problem. But gin time. is a fun drunk. Gin is. T- I do not like gin. No. I do not like gin. It. Doesn't I could do make- a gin martini if someone makes it right. Oh, gin see, martini no, is the no, bomb. No, 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 have no, you no. tried a gin martini though? If, like I, someone like made it for you, I, great. Yes, I have tried a gin martini, and I've realized that I don't like gin. Adios. <laughs> um, all right. Here's the big moment. Okay. Adios. Listen. Pinky up. One on one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Here it is. Here it is. Scores. There it is. Oh, hail. The new king in town. Young and old. Gather round. From one iconic Laker to another. The king, LeBron James, has passed the captain, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And LeBron now stands alone as the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Now, when he said, young and old, gather around, I started thinking, well, which one am I? Like, am I, am I the young gathering or am I the old gathering? I think you're the young. You were the young gathering, right? Young yeah, and like old. My, our parents are the old. Right, but it kind of, I'm like picturing young and old coming like, up to the screen, gathering Kareem, around. No offense to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, well, but he well, set well, the record. Don't even start a sentence like that. Listen, he set the record in 1984. I was that was the year I was born. So that is, in my definition, the old. You know, what you can't say ever is no what? offense. But I'm just let me finish the sentence. That's all. No, no, but any sentence. <laughs> when John Ireland there saying young and old, no offense, but young and old on ESPN Radio. <laughs> I think that when you say no offense, you're about to offend somebody. That's what well, I think. And I did. That's what I'm saying. That's when you have to divide the young and the old. I feel like that is the old. It's just how you feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> adios. Um, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, we're talking about the adios drink. Everybody was celebrating with adioses last night.